Welcome to season three of the Dear Lovely Universe podcast. This season will be dedicated to helping teenage girls and young women connect to their own self-love so that they can live their most empowered lives. In this season, you can expect solo episodes as well as guest interviews. Episodes will be posted once a week on Fridays at 12 a.m. PST until further notice. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This week on Dear Lovely Universe, and to launch the show off with a bang, our featured guest speaker is Divni Kaur Law. She is an author, speaker, and consciousness expert. She is the discoverer of the Law of Unification, which empowers people to create new creations for the world and a conscious life of purpose. She is an integrative thinker who foregathered diverse components of research, using her visionary perspective to devise the formula of creation to unlock our highest potential. The law of unification is seen as a doorway to our greatest potential and expression of a meaningful life. Divni inspires individuals to think in creative, innovative, and radical ways to develop new solutions. She is dedicated to supporting individuals in accelerating their journey to fulfillment. Hi, Divni. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Hi, Kellen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you to talk about life purpose, because as I told you, life purpose is by far my favorite thing to talk about. I just feel like it goes, it gets straight to the cause and not the effect. And so let's get right to it. Mm-hmm. So what inspired you to become an author, speaker and consciousness expert? Yeah, so um, my my inspiration, uh, it truly comes from uh, my experiences. So, uh, you know, I was living a very normal life earlier, like like people do their jobs and uh, they earn and they, uh, so, but there was this uh, thing, like I had been into meditation practices and uh, I had been studying spiritual text as as a child, I was doing that and as a kid. So they kind of, you know, become a part of my life. And I was uh, balancing that normal life with my meditation practices when I got this uh, this experience, which was which actually changed everything. And um, I had this experience when uh, my meditation practices kind of stopped working. It was like uh, the person who was doing those practices uh, it just vanished, and uh, uh, it was like very peaceful. It was very silent. It was very empty in the beginning, and then slowly it started appearing uh, like uh, bright, and uh, the light started uh, appearing, and also these ideas started coming up, which uh, kind of uh, I had to work upon. I had to. It was like they were forceful, and uh, they were like wanted to be brought into the world in some form. And that's how these ideas uh, uh, were given form using this book, uh, Mastering Creation, using the law of unification. Yeah, yeah, that is beautiful. It always seems like it. It when we have an idea, it starts to become almost like an itch, like something that we have to do and we can't ignore it anymore. 
Right, right. And these things happen, like, you know, these ideas come from, uh, even when people meditate, these ideas come, like, they have to do this, and they have to do that. And this is kind of, uh, this is kind of our, uh, is our purpose in our lives. And, uh, and a lot of times, we just do not know what our purpose is. And we just follow what other people are doing, we do what other people are, uh, like, they are working. So we do similar kind of work, but uh, there is always an individual dharma for each one of us. And this individual dharma is uh, our true purpose here in this world. And this is the, you know, this when even if we are following this individual dharma, it is kind of uh, in, in a total as a whole, it, it affects the whole world. It actually helps in evolving the whole planet, the whole world and the dharma, the total dharma, the absolute dharma of the whole. Absolutely. Yes, I'm so happy you brought that up. I I too believe that every single person has their own individual path that relates to uplifting the consciousness for the whole world. Mm-hmm. It's so important to realize that we do have a part. That's true. That's true. And uh, we have to like, we have to walk this path anyway. <laughs> you know, a lot of times also there are these lower forces, the forces of these lower levels of consciousness, which actually draws our attention or draws our consciousness towards them and just stops us from connecting with our real purpose or with our individual dharma. And uh, uh, this is uh, we need to like overcome them we need to overcome those forces and rise above them and connect with these higher levels so that we can uh, we can connect with our true purpose with our individual dharma yeah definitely definitely i know i have you know my ways of doing it but how do you recommend someone could get in touch with their yeah. their <laughs> inner selves or get get access to higher realms of um, wisdom Uh, uh, you know realm uh, I call it the idea mind and Mm -hmm. this idea mind is what we need to connect with but uh, just connecting with idea mind is not enough we also need our mind in the process like if we are connecting with the idea mind we also need our mind to bring those ideas and to give it give those give form to those ideas in this world so the first step here uh, is to overcome the forces of lower levels of consciousness and we can do that by exercising our willpower so this is the basic step like uh, and we can use very simple techniques to rise above those forces by exercising willpower for example uh, let us say uh, we we commit to someone for something we just need to do that uh, this is how this is this is how we exercise willpower. For example, we commit to ourselves. Like I'm going to do this in the morning tomorrow, so I must do that. I should not delay, or I should not, uh, you know, try to uh, not do it. So this is how we can exercise. There are so many other uh, basic steps we can use to exercise the willpower. And what happens here is uh, we become more aware. So once the willpower, once the willpower becomes strong enough, we can easily overcome the lower impulses and we become aware of those impulses after a while. So they do not uh, distract us. They do not have power over us. And then we can rise above these forces. Yes, 
Yes, that sounds so powerful. And once we realize that we can accomplish those little things that we start to do, then we start to set out to achieve bigger things. Right, right. These are the basic steps mm-hmm. like to start on this path, like just when we are on the path and we are starting with, we do not know what to do. And this is how mm-hmm. we can start. Because, um, you know, when we uh, are on this path, we really need to be very uh, discerning because there are so many influences which come from the environment. Uh, it comes from uh, our social media or television there's so many things there's so much information out there and if we do not know we are not conscious enough to actually know which information is helping us to connect with the to connect with our purpose and which is actually uh, putting us on the wrong path or taking us on the path which is not which is not helping in our evolution and therefore we need to we need to first of all practice this so that we can discern we can discern what is right for us or maybe we can discern the forces of those lower levels of consciousness and the higher levels of consciousness yes exactly how do you feel like is a good way of discerning what is good for us spiritually and uh, raising our consciousness and what's not good for us you know um if I talk about like my personal journey, I would say uh, I was just doing this meditation and uh, there is this thing that the consciousness actually wants every person to evolve, right? Because this is kind of, uh, it's the, like we have our goals, consciousness has its own goals. Like it wants to evolve. It wants to evolve through human beings. And because, <laughs> it cannot evolve through animals, it cannot evolve through other things. Our human body, our human mind is is such a tool uh, that the consciousness requires it to evolve. And how does it do it? He, uh, it just forces, it just uh, puts us into situations or maybe uh, provides us ideas through various means so that we can evolve and we can use those higher levels of consciousness to create, to create new creations in the world, which are actually as evolved as those higher levels of consciousness. So, uh, so we all have access to this. It's not that we cannot access this or we do not. It's very easy and especially uh, in our time, it's easy. We do not have to put in a lot of effort. We just need to just need to be careful, just need to be conscious enough, just need to have be aware enough to be clear that this is not my purpose or this is not uh, what what is my highest duty and we will know it you know even i was earlier even i was trying to uh, you can say because i had to do this uh, somehow i knew i was i had been as a child i was uh, you know reading those spiritual texts spiritual books but i never followed it i was not teaching it i was not writing a book about it what I was doing was I was just doing a normal job and kind of balancing it with my meditation practices. But uh, this happened because it had to happen and consciousness wanted it to happen. So yeah, even, and uh, what helped me was that uh, I was aware. And when this started happening, I started spending a lot of time in solitude and I did a lot of self-inquiry which actually helps us. 
So yeah. solitude and self-inquiry are very important if we can ask the right questions and we can ask ourselves that if these things, if uh, these desires which, are, which we are trying to manifest, if they are coming from lower levels of consciousness or if they are coming from higher levels of consciousness, we would get the mm-hmm. answers. We would know. Even if we cannot, you know, hear the answers, we would know. It's like, it's those subtle things we will know that, yeah, this is not what we are here for. And that helped me that uh, I did that. And uh, then it became clear to me that what I was doing was not my true purpose. And those ideas were also hitting me because I had this attachment, this, uh, you know, identification with my work as well. Mm-hmm. So I could not leave it at that moment. But uh, when that uh, that identity dissolved, that person kind of vanished. I had to do it because then that person was not there. The person who was doing it. So, and yeah, yeah. So now the force was doing, like whatever this consciousness, a force that came in and that kind of uh, started doing this, started writing a book, or you know, kind of forced the body and the mind to work upon this. So yeah, this is solitude and self inquiry is something which can help us. Uh, discern like what is our path and what is not our path because um we are we are surrounded by information data and we need time to uh, reflect to think about this like what is right and what is wrong absolutely the being in isolation is so important i feel for our personal development and growth and you made such good points about how when we know that something isn't right for us, we will feel it. We know deep down. Right, right. There is this uh, deeper knowing and there is this um, subtle voice, but the voice uh, actually gets, uh, you know, it, it just shuts down a lot of times because of the outer noise or because the noise our mind makes. It happened with me, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was not, I was not listening to it at that moment. Mm-hmm. I also really liked your point about how we have an identity sometimes with our job or the things that we do, but, but how that's not really us, like, mm-hmm. you know, so that was a really good point as well. Thank you for bringing that right, up. Right. right. Identification is, uh, uh, if I'm just, you know, elaborating it. So identification happens with the things we, uh, you know, get attached to because of uh, because of uh, various factors these are all attachment is also you know one of the factors of the lower levels of consciousness we get attached to things out of habits out of um, security out of uh, various other reasons and these are all forces of lower levels of consciousness again mm-hmm. exactly you know, I want to know I want to know your opinion on this so I oftentimes what a lot of people I see will do are like, for example, I was walking through Costco yesterday. I know super random, but I was walking through Costco yesterday and I just by chance heard these two men walking past me. And one man was telling the other man about how I heard very briefly, he didn't like his job or his, his situation he was in. He was like trying to reason with himself and the guy at the same time, like, I just keep telling myself only six more months. And I just feel like this is such a good 
thing to bring up and I want to know your opinion because it's like sometimes we will reason with ourselves and use like intellectual thinking like it's only six more months or it's only this much amount of time or I'll just push through it you know we mentally try to keep going with something that we know that we're not meant to do or that doesn't feel good to us like what would you want to tell someone in that position right right and we all do that (laughs) I have done it as well and um, and while I was uh, writing this book, Mastering Creation Using the Law of Unification, and uh, I was researching and the ideas were definitely coming in. Uh, but you know, um, the formula here, when I talk about to create a new life of purpose or to create new creations, the formula here is to connect with the idea mind and to bring those ideas into the world using the mind. But what we are doing here is like the person who was uh, whom uh, the person was telling that six more months, what the person is doing here, the person is taking the idea from the mind and trying to, you know, put it or give it form in the world. That is, that is what we, where we, you know, fall. We need to bring the idea from the idea mind, like what the idea mind wants us to do, and then use the mind to give it form in the world. When you're doing it from mind to mind, from reason to reason, we are just uh, working on that lower plane, the lower levels of consciousness. We are not following our true purpose. Our true purpose can be anything. So we need both the things. We need the mind, but we need also need the idea mind. We need to connect with the idea mind and uh, the idea. So what people can do is they can connect with this idea mind using the practices and through that, what the idea mind says, if the idea mind says, no, this is not your true purpose, you don't need six more months in this job, then we have to trust that. Because for our evolution, um, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to trust the consciousness that actually is everywhere, that actually what we are, we do not know we are consciousness until we have those experiences. Even I did not know, even uh, I was not aware, uh, like I'm not this body, I'm not this mind, or I'm not these thoughts. I was attached to everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you get that, that, that you know, when that, uh, that thing vanishes, that person vanishes, immediately the first thing that drops away is this identification, these beliefs which we have about ourselves. And uh, this is how we know. And consciousness would never, uh, would never, you know, want want us. Uh, we we just fear everything. We do not know that if we are going to leave that job, would we be able to survive? Where where are we going to get money from? We have heard so many stories, and uh, you know, of the people who uh, got awakened and they even did not have anything. Uh, to keep their job or because your life changes a lot of times after awakening uh, this is like a total life just <laughs> moves about and you do not know what is happening you just come out to be a different person because the person is not there obviously you just come out to be something else and yeah because we all wear those masks we all try to uh, kind of force this uh, these beliefs these thoughts which we have uh, from which we have gathered through ages and we try to force it upon our lives. We try to put those masks upon us and we try to live like that. And uh, we need to remove that. We need to, you know, yeah. open up, open up to what is, what is there in the world. And it's beautiful. It's just, if we can see that it's just beautiful. Just being in the moment is beautiful. And 
the worries drop away if we just open up. Uh, it's all, these are the worries and the fear that I do not know if I leave my job, what is going to happen? What is going to happen? What can happen? <laughs> no one, no one is going to, you know, for, we can, we can all live. Everyone, you know, even though uh, there is the saying in these uh, Indian texts here that uh, even the even the small insects or even the small um, these uh, 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 small creatures uh, which come on in this world, even even those uh, those creatures, they have their uh, nutrition or their food. Uh, they have, they get their things. They do not even have the mind how to do that, but they get that because the creator, the universe has plans for it and we just do not trust it. We think that if we are not going to do it, nothing can do it, but no, the universe does it. Yes, we have to make efforts, but we need to make efforts in the right direction. We cannot make efforts in um, in the direction which, uh, we do not truly feel fulfilled in like, we do not feel fulfilled, but our mind says that you will need this. You cannot survive without it. Mm -hmm. And then we follow it. No, you don't need this. We don't need this. We need to feel fulfilled because that is what we are here for, for fulfillment and evolution. Oh, that is amazing. Yes. For fulfillment and evolution. I love that. You, you made a really good point about how we can have a lot of fear when we're leaving things that don't feel like they're fulfilling to us. And then, you know, that fear can paralyze us uh, in ways. But there's something I wanted to bring up and get your opinion on. I feel like when we do step into our purpose and go towards what it is that we were, you know, born in, in essence to do, and that is unique to our karma, that a God force or the universe will help us along our journey. And so with God as our supply, it's with, with that, that trust, I feel like it's a lot and, and truly believing it that God is helping us with our journey because God, I, I feel like when we do step into our purpose, God wants to help us get there and God wants to help us, uh, you know, move forward with reaching our fullest potential. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to know, what are your thoughts on that? Right, right. And yes, this is so true. This is absolutely like the highest truth, we can say. Um, not only just when we are following our purpose, I think I just feel that universe is always there to help us. In no way the universe wants that, uh, you know, uh, that the humans should suffer, that the humans should, uh, you know, uh, feel uh, unfulfilled. It's always there. It always, uh, and even when that suffering comes in, even when we suffer, that is just because the universe wants us to look around and step onto our path. What, what is the path we have to take? Because that is what brings in ultimate uh, fulfillment. And yeah, when we are uh, on our purpose, definitely. Now, because what happens here is uh, we just, the realization comes in. So earlier, 
the universe is always there. The universe is always helping. So suppose I'm not uh, following my purpose. The universe was still there. What was it doing was it was pushing me towards my purpose. And now once I'm following my purpose, it's still it's still there. And now it, it doesn't need to push me. So it's going to help me out to, you know, accomplish that purpose, to fulfill that purpose. So the universe is always there for us, always helping us out. We can use any word for it, consciousness, God, creator. There are so many, whatever we need to like feel comfortable referring it to as. But yeah, it's always there, no doubt. Oh, I love that. I love that. I feel the same way. God, God is always there with us. And so thank you so much for sharing that. So can you tell us... In, in more depth because I really would love to know what is the law of unification yes now law of unification um is uh, something that is gonna help everyone to connect with their purpose and uh, to fulfill their purpose to reach those you know fulfilling um heights and to also not just uh not just fulfilling their purpose, but also helping the planet to evolve through creating those new creations, which are evolved, which are as evolved as the higher consciousness. So it is used. Now, this is um, when I was going through this, when I was not aware about my purpose, and when I was having this, you know, there was this period of time, I was, I had these experiences, it took it took some time so this is for those uh, because if I, I had known this law of unification I just feel that it would be easier for me to connect and to know what it all is and nowadays we also have this uh, uh, this another law of attraction which people talk about but uh, I, I usually compare this with law of unification because the law of unification is not law of attraction uh, because law of unification helps us connect with our higher desires. Now, law of unification will not help you if you have a desire in your mind and you want to manifest it. No, it cannot do that. It will also it, it will only help you connect with your highest duty on this planet, on um, in this world, so that you can evolve, your lives can evolve, and the planet can evolve through that. And law of unification is when this unification happens when the idea mind unifies with the mind or the powers of the idea mind, when we use the powers of the idea mind, and then we connect the powers of the mind, like we use both the powers in collaboration and we bring those creations into, into the world. We follow our purpose and then create our purposeful life in this world, in this planet. This is how law of unification helps us. And uh, the law of unification is actually, it came from various motives of the creator gods. So there are so many creator gods uh, which, are, which are represented by similar kind of motives. Like there is this bird and then there is the snake, which, which is always seen. And then it is also fine. It is also uh, found in, how the genius, how the minds of the genius works, like how they connect to uh, those ideas and bring those new inventions into the world to, you know, take the world a step ahead. And 
it it was also found in various texts uh, in ancient texts and in various other places like the law of unification was there but we, we were not able to decode it so this is uh, this is how i have uh, formulated this formula using these motives using these uh, the works of the geniuses and uh, various other texts which uh, signify about this like there is one another tree of life in uh, bhagavad gita this also indicate the formula same formula so the same formula found in different ways in different texts in different mythologies and uh, that is how the law of unification came into existence it is so amazing that you're able to to create the law of unification using all of these amazing works and have the mind and the eye to see that and to really put that out in the world that is incredible i just feel that it had to happen like it just you know kind of uh, i just uh, i became a vessel and the work had to happen so yeah it just came into existence yeah absolutely so if i wanted to start practicing the law of unification what do you feel would be one of the first things that i well me or you know anyone listening what are one of the first things that we should do i would suggest the first thing uh, we should do while practicing is to become aware about the forces of lower levels of consciousness because this awareness is required we cannot practice it or start practicing it until we you know know about these forces and uh, the forces are discussed in detail in the book but i'll share a little bit like there are the beliefs as i told you again the beliefs that come from lower levels mm-hmm. like maybe the ones which are formed in our young age or maybe which are formed which are uninquired beliefs like we never inquired them they were just kind of put into our minds and we just accepted them and we just cannot remove them we cannot get out of it so those mm-hmm. beliefs they can come from our outer influence of the environment anything and then we have these desires now these desires to there are so many desires which are formed just just by through our environment through what we are looking on uh, social media on uh, television or what people are doing and just like we just see them oh this is good i want it like this so but the desire is uninquired just because every other person is doing it or the person is having it doesn't mean we need to have it as well so we need to inquire is this desire coming from that lower level or is this truly my desire my true desire mm-hmm. so because if we are wasting our energy in fulfilling these desires we will never be able to fulfill those higher desires we'll we'll get entangled in you know the fulfillment or to in running after these smaller ones these lower desires and these desires can actually uh, be manifested by simply following those these are like substitute desires or you can say we just have to follow or we just have to fulfill those higher purpose those higher desires and these desires come as a gift from the universe they come as uh, as uh, you know when the universe wants to give you something we don't have to run after them to manifest them and this is what we do we just try to manifest them we just uh, waste our energy our time in doing that yeah and he, and we also have these attachments like i told uh, before 
These attachments also come from lower levels of consciousness when they are based upon dependency upon something or when it is just due to habits, we are not able to, you know, get out of those habits or change those habits and we get attached to things or people or to object just because we cannot change our habits uh, out of security. Like you talked about, you gave an mm -hmm. example of that person who wanted to, you know, leave the job but could not do that. Maybe he was feeling that uh, his life was secure in that for six months or so. So out of security, we do not uh, leave those things. But we just do not know that uh, really there is nothing that is secure in this world. The world itself is mortal. Mm -hmm. What is, and we need to evolve. We just cannot, you know, uh, hang on to something and feel secure. It's gonna, everything falls away, everything uh, dies in this world so we need to disconnect we need to you know kind of a little bit not disconnect that's not the right word I would say get a little bit of this detachment and see mm -hmm. if that is uh, this is out of security or is this really I need to be where I, I have to be so these are the forces of low levels of consciousness and we need to be aware about them first of all yes that is such a good point once we become into awareness, then we can actually do something about, you know, when, when we realize what might be the challenging aspect, then we can do something about it. And having that awareness of either, oh, maybe I'm doing really good in this. How can I do even better? Or maybe I'm not doing so good in this. Is that okay? Or do I want to improve? And just knowing and just having the awareness is so powerful. So thank you so much for sharing all of that information. That's right. That's right, Kayleen. And um, even, you know, uh, this book also has like two parts. The first one is theory and the second one is practice. And uh, I've mentioned in the book in the beginning that we need to like read the theory before we go on to practice, because until or unless we read the theory, we'll not read theory, we'll not get to know what we are doing with the practices, because mm -hmm. uh, just practicing is not enough. And if and a little bit of awareness is what grows into that heightened level of awareness. And if there is no awareness at all, what we are doing, then it's not going to bring that those hiding levels of awareness as well. So we need to have that little bit of awareness about the things or what we are actually doing. Yes, definitely. Definitely. There. So what came to my mind as you were speaking was sometimes on our paths, when we do feel like we're following our purpose and we feel very passionate. I feel like sometimes it can come. Um, I'm not sure if waves is the best way to put it, but you know, um, what do you feel like? So in general, like, you know, there's always challenges and we're always pushing ourselves to get to the next level and be a little bit better than we were before, because I felt like that's just growth, growth in life. But uh, in general, what is the greatest obstacle when living a life of purpose and um, having that passion? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, this is true that we need to grow and we have that, you know, mindset like we need to improve or uh, whatever path we are on, we need to grow. And, uh, you know, when I was uh, prior to these experiences when I was living my life and I used to read these spiritual texts and spiritual books and um, uh, I was a spiritual person but I would say it was 
not even near what I what I got when I experienced it. So whatever I read, whatever, yeah, it taught me. It gave me a lot of knowledge, absolutely. But until until you know we we get that thing, we just experience it. We just do not know what it is. Uh, we cannot frame all those things into words. So um, sometimes uh, the obstacle even is are these this knowledge which we are getting or like we try to be spiritual and uh, we do these things we do these practices a lot of that a lot of times these uh, these things also become an obstacle because we just kind of uh, even the identification happens with these things like we get it identified to uh, our our way of living, our, you know, these practices and all these things, we get identified to them. And those things also become an obstacle on this path, on this journey to reach out to our purpose. Maybe our purpose is very different from that. Because if, uh, you know, earlier, if I had been, uh, I, I was reading those texts and I was uh, doing those practices, it it actually became very difficult at that moment when that, uh, purpose was coming in like the purpose had to be fulfilled because I was getting identified with all these things even meditation practices when when it was uh, when I was not able to meditate it was like it was very scary like why it's because it was it was empty it was scary and it was really because that identification just you know it was lost in a moment and yes, so identification is something which is uh, which is a great obstacle on our path to on this uh, of the spiritual journey, or maybe on following our purpose. Yes, exactly. You hit it so on the nail. We can have so many challenges along the way, so many, and some of the biggest ones are just the ones that it we seem like we we want to be we want to feel like we're on the right path and the things that we're doing but that could even just be a challenge in itself so it it seems like having an open mind about things is a really big deal that's right that's that's absolutely right even our mind is so fickle and you know it's like uh, going from one place to another and it's so difficult for our minds to uh, even when we are aspiring for something uh, the mind also comes in like with, with those thoughts which come in and stops us from following our purpose a million times and we have to really take care of it like we don't have to hear like what it is saying just connecting with the idea mind is the best thing we can do and then Mm -hmm. following those ideas yes yes thank you so much the next thing that I want to ask about is so I feel like one of the best things that we could do in life and on this planet is to serve others and create make help make this world a better place and so what are your thoughts about serving others and in the same way how can we relate this to business and in life right and um serving like we are all here to serve you know we cannot even survive if we are not serving each other because 
that is uh, that is the highest purpose that is our highest goal we are all kind of dependent upon each other although it does not seem like that but in a way we are connected we are dependent like if if a person evolves if energy field in that consciousness so we're all serving each other in a way maybe even if we are not speaking we are just serving through you know our energy just being here and uh, even when in this book mastering creation using the law of unification uh, mastery is described through service like we have to, we kind of, you know, we have to rise above the forces of the lower levels of consciousness. And then we have to follow those desires that are coming from the higher levels of consciousness. And in a way, uh, the idea mind, what happens here is the idea mind provides idea to the mind and the mind starts creating those ideas or creating those uh, manifesting those ideas in the form in the world so the idea mind becomes a servant to the mind and the mind becomes a servant to the idea mind as well so even in the process of unification the service is there so yes uh, we all have to serve each other even the minds have to the idea mind and the mind have to be work in collaboration and achieve this mastery through service and once we do that uh, once the unification happens it automatically happens like uh, the person who is the person who is following the purpose actually gets this realization that that the, that he or she is here for you know serving others and that's the highest duty he or she is here for so if yeah. we talk about the creators so their path is usually of service. Even if we talk about, you know, those highest, uh, the people who have invented things or created some beautiful things in the world, they have done it out of those uh, feelings of service. They were like so much into that. They did not uh, follow the status quo. They did not follow the what other people were saying. They just put all their energy into serving other, into working uh, for the highest good. Uh, and this also reminded me of, uh, you know, I just, uh, I just uh, wrote this one, uh, like, I gave some suggestions for the best books for a purpose. And there was this, uh, I found this beautiful, I have read this beautiful book about Mother Teresa. Now, Mother Teresa had this beautiful, whatever she created, like, with, with that small purpose she had in mind of lo loving and serving others, it just... Uh, formed it just created this big wave and uh, you know a big uh, mission out of that and that was so beautiful how service or how serving others can break bring so many big things into the world absolutely absolutely S serving others I feel like always is intertwined with our life purpose and what it is that we do uh, that we feel called to do one of the things i want to get your your thoughts on when we have about uh, five to ten minutes left is so i i personally feel like sometimes our biggest struggles are sorry i don't like the word struggles as much as 
I feel like challenges. I like challenges because uh, I feel like a challenge is something that we can overcome and struggle is just like, it's a struggle, probably something we could still overcome, but I like challenge. I just feel like it feels better. Um, but anyway, I feel like some of our biggest challenges in life, the biggest thing that we had to overcome is the exact thing that we can help other people overcome. And that could very well be uh, something that we're meant to do. And that was why it was put in our path. Right, right, right. Uh, and that's true. Um, the challenges, you know, um, even I, uh, when I talk about, uh, I have this, uh, like, uh, there is this thing about challenges in when we learn the lessons from the creators, because the book again follows what creators are doing. So uh, the first thing they do is they challenge the old conditioning. So this is like the first lesson in the book uh, when we talk about the lessons of the creators. And there are so many challenges. And the best one is if we can challenge this old conditioning we all have here. And creators do that. That is how they serve others. Because if we cannot do that, we are just going to you know, keep fulfilling those lower desires, those lower things which, we, which are coming from uh, other people or which we are carrying out from from generations and generations uh, we are just serving those things that is not that is not what we are here for so even when we are helping other people to you know overcome challenges we need to i think this is the best thing we can do we can help them overcome the conditioning because that is what brings in suffering and uh, this is how we can help others and this is how we can help ourselves so challenging those old conditionings in our lives and uh, not just not just changing them but actually challenging them and rising above those old levels and connecting with the new levels which are available for us yeah this is how we can uh, help you know overcome mm. the challenges i mean for me if i talk about me i think that is uh, that is what uh, challenges are i do not think you know struggle if we talk about like you said struggle is uh, the word we use it generally happens the struggle only comes in if you try to fight mm -hmm. so if we try to you know fight those desires those higher desires and if, this is also, again, this is, uh, is explained in the book very nicely through a motif, which was, uh, which is kept in, I think, some museum. There is this uh, figure uh, where there's this statue of the bird and the reptile again, and in a fight or something like that. And again, what is happening here is uh, the higher consciousness is providing the ideas to bring in the new, and the mind is struggling why it's struggling it's like fighting that with its reasons with its uh, notions that no it does not want to accept it and it happens a lot of times and it turns into a struggle for us that is why we struggle there is no other reason the humans can struggle it's a beautiful life all we need to do is we need to accept those ideas and we need to give them form in the world and it's so easy and then the struggle vanishes, the suffering vanishes. It's yeah. beautiful. And uh, because, uh, you know, we also, people around us, the environment around us do not understand this. So we really need to, we need to make, give it form in the world so that people can start accepting it easily. Like we need to create awareness maybe 
like you're also doing it with your podcast, your lovely universe, and you're creating awareness about it. So yeah, we need to do that. We need to create awareness. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. One of my last questions before we get into, um, you know, questions that I typically ask everybody is what is self-mastery? Self-mastery is again, very simple. It's mastering those forces of the lower levels of consciousness because they come from ourselves, like from inside, but we do not know that. uh, And we need to master them. And that is once we master them, once we rise above them, we can connect with the idea mind and we can connect. The idea mind is like a link between the higher levels of consciousness and the mind. And once we connect with the idea mind, we can easily connect with the high levels of consciousness and bring those ideas and manifest them into our, into this world and walk and, you know, the individual dharma, like follow our individual dharma. So individual dharma, it's also found in the idea mind. So idea mind is the provider of our individual dharma. So it's like uh, once you connect with that, this realization comes in that, yeah, this is my purpose. This is my individual dharma. So Mm -hmm. self-mastery is, again, the the first step, like to rise above that, to connect with that, and then the whole unification happens. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you have any final messages for listeners? Um. I think I have shared a lot. And in case uh, anyone, you know, there are any other information uh, your listeners want to have, they can always connect uh, with me on my website, uh, thebeatcarlal.com. Awesome. And I'll have that linked in the description below. Is Would you like to share any other uh, places to connect with you or where to find your book? Yeah, I think they can find it on my website. So we have this audit a book uh, button on the website. And uh, once they click on that, they'll find all the retailers where they can get the book from. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure that I include your website in the description. And I really, really appreciate you coming on to talk about Life Purpose. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, Kaylin. It was so wonderful talking to you. And, uh, you know, you are doing a really good job by following your purpose. Oh, thank you so much. That brings a lot of joy to me. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And thank you so much to Divneet for sharing her wisdom with us. Visit divneetcorral.com slash book to get your copy of Mastering Creation Using the Law of Unification to begin creating your life by design. You can connect with me on Instagram at Dear Lovely Universe. And to learn more about me, visit kaylinvu.com. If you or someone you know is a teenage girl or young woman experiencing fear, worry, depression, anxiety, or more, I suggest that you visit kaylinvu.com slash contact and apply for self-love coaching. If we are a good fit, we can then schedule a call via Zoom to see how I can best serve you. Next week's episode will be featuring Charlotte Crabtree. Charlotte is a career coach who is focusing on helping people build their confidence and self-belief 
so they can start seeing things clearly and taking action towards a brighter future by helping them build a career that's successful and satisfying. If that sounds interesting to you, then I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you so much again for tuning in. Love and gratitude, Kaylin.